Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Happy to have you hanging out with us on this Sunday. Looking forward to our conversation today with Dr. Angela Tran. She's an internal medicine doctor. Good morning. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I've been really excited to have this conversation with you about the gut and brain connection. So let's dive right into it. How is that connection? How does that affect the health? Absolutely. I mean, I think this is one of the latest research. You would think that we know a lot about the body, but we're still learning so much. So the gut-brain connection really refers to just a very complex communication between your gut and brain using the nervous system. So what I mean by that is this, there are a lot of different hormones and chemical signals. And basically, guess what? The gut and brain are actually sending each other messages to carry out the necessary functions of the body. But what happens is, is that, you know, this connection can control, you know, your cravings, your energy level, even your mental health. And if you're not careful, that connection can be distorted. And that's how it's affecting your health. Oh, I've heard the term before, and you can tell me if this is a valid term, leaky gut. Mm-hmm. What is yeah, that? So what... what happens is they have what we call these walls or membranes that really keep your gut intact. That's how you do that sort of communication system. You know, you're digesting your nutrition, things like that. But leaky gut means that those walls are starting to deteriorate. And again, unfortunately, they deteriorate through, you know, like being sick, Mm -hmm. uh, being on antibiotics, um, certain chemicals that we're eating and consuming out there, um, even just Uh, taking medications or allergies. I mean, there's so many factors. And what happens is is that if those membranes start to essentially leak, like kind of what it says, then that's when the signals get distorted. And believe it or not, you can be tired. You can have like fogginess or concentration problems. And even today, we're, we're talking about anxiety, depression as part of that as well. How do you find out that you have leaky gut syndrome? How would you find out that you have these problems with the walls? Very good question. So, you know, it's, it's my joy because, you know, I, I am certified both in internal medicine and weight loss. And so it really requires, first of all, a rundown of your entire medical history, just seeing, again, what your medications are, your medical conditions, then I'll go into your family history. But then uh, one step further, then I'll take a look at your lifestyle, you know, what are your stressors? And then finally, obviously, your nutrition. Do you you know, stay on a nutrition plan? Do you tend to skip meals or do you do the opposite? Do you eat a lot of fast food? Mm -hmm. And even just, again, a medical doctor, we put that picture together. And then on the flip side, I will get type of um, lab work to really get that full picture in order to devise what kind of treatment plan you would need. Okay, so then you individualize that treatment plan to get that person yes, yes. as healthy I as possible. I look it on Google, but that's why we've got people here and they make you go to medical school for so many years, but that's the joy that I do in interpreting the body. I love that. All right, so let's then get back to that gut-brain connection. And you were talking about how the gut is connected to the brain and how it affects our mental health. How is that? Yes, so what happens is, is that Again, you know, there, there are actually studies out there that are suggestive that 
the gut might also be a brain system. So, so now we're trying to kind of figure out, okay, what's the chicken or the egg? Does the brain come first or the gut? Or they're mm-hmm. both equally powerful when it comes to just understanding how your body works, okay? So let's say, for example, if you suffer from a depression, you potentially may, let's just say, have a craving for sugar. Believe it or not, that's actually a chemical signal from your gut not so much just your lack of willpower or weakness, Mm. okay? But if you consume a lot of sugar, guess what? That disrupts your gut system. You're not not digesting very well. Your energy level is poor. But hey, guess what? (laughs) We feel so awful that we end up eating even more sugar. Right. And But that causes anxiety. Ding, ding, ding. Guess what? Your anxiety is actually originated from the gut, but the problem is, is that when we go to, you know, primary care doctors, and, and it's so hard, you know, sometimes uh, they'll put you on a medication that will affect your brain when all along we actually needed to, you know, treat your gut and your actual nutrition. That is fat. Yeah, because I'm somebody that suffers from anxiety and fascinating because I've never heard that before. Yes. And then, and then you know, unfortunately, it kind of got a little bit worse during the pandemic. And guess what? We were isolated you know, we were at home and we had nothing else to do other than, you know, eat and, and social media. Right. <laughs> so I think we're sort of starting to create even more of a prevalent problem. And that's why it's so important to really look at your nutrition on a more scientific level, not so much the cutting calories to lose weight. That's really not the right solution. Well, and I think that's another whole conversation, too, because I think for a lot of people who have done the diets and everything else, they do that extreme calorie cut, and yet they still Mm -hmm. find themselves having some of those emotional issues. Yep, exactly. And I just want a friendly reminder, there is no one diet that fits all. And you might run into trouble that if you're doing the wrong diet, while your girlfriends may be losing weight, you might actually be creating even more of a problem. And I, I think I enjoy when I talk to new patients, just giving them insight that I can make it easier, but they really just have to understand that their body is so unique compared to everybody else. I think that is a huge message to get across because it does feel like it's one size fits all. And it's like, okay, do you fit into this diet or this diet? But what you're saying is you may not fit into either of them and have your own formula. Exactly. You know, I'm in my 40s. Um, I do have a daughter. I, you know, I run a busy medical practice. And and again, my body type is different compared Mm -hmm. to when I was 20. Right. So again, you know, you have no business trying to do a diet on your own. Just because, again, the the playing field is so different in each age group. So I really want to encourage, you know, obviously both men and women to just understand that you have to look at the landscape first. You can't just hop on the latest fad diet trend thinking that's going to work because it worked for, quote, everybody else. Yeah. I mean, right now, you know, keto has been the fad for a long time. And I hear from some people how it works great for them and others how mm-hmm. it does not. Yes. And, you know, and then again, there is certainly science to back up you know, you know, many success stories, you know, for those who follow keto. But again, remember when I am asked, you know, Dr. Tran, what diet should I be on? And I always say, the diet you can follow. Mm. (laughs) And what I mean by that, it is all about sustainability. And if keto is something that you can keep up long-term, great, you can continue that. But if it is short-term, if it's too heavy on your digestive system, Mm -hmm. if it's just something that you just normally don't do, 
it's absolutely the incorrect way to approach this because you're just going to be caught up in the yo-yo cycling that, you know, we're all dealing with. Right. And that's not good for your health either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, with keto, again, it's not just any diet. You're making a chemical shift. And for some people, it does well. But for others, it actually can be harmful. So that's, that's why I really want to make sure that I encourage everyone to really look at this from a very scientific and data mm-hmm. uh, rather than just kind of this guess and blindly follow something again, just because, you know, what you see out there. So when you look at someone's chemistry and all the test results come back, you can tell what kind of an eating plan would work for them versus somebody trying to figure it out on their own. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's actually my favorite part of the program is when I do that kickoff call, I I really enlighten our patients that I, I often uncover a metabolic barrier that's keeping them from losing weight. And as a medical doctor, it's for me, it's so easy to treat, right. but I, I get to tell patients, and I even posted this the other day, stop blaming yourself. Mm. And and now I understand that we do have, you know, our good habits and our bad habits, but uh, especially my female patients tend to play the blame game. They say, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, it has nothing to do with you. It's almost like trying to blame the driver when smoke's coming out of the car. Mm. And if you understand that, this actually can be a just a much, much more effective process when all you needed to do was to just take your body into the mechanics, so to speak, and, and fix everything from underneath. What about the term, and I've heard this a lot too, and seen it a lot, insulin resistance? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for bringing that up. This is really the wild buzz. In fact, there are so many new FDA-approved medications that are treating that. And believe it or not, you know, again, as a medical weight loss doctor, we are identifying that insulin resistance is, if not the top root problem, for weight management. And in simple terms, what it means is that insulin normally is supposed to metabolize and turn that sugar in. But again, through the years, if we, you know, gain weight, we get older, we're less active, that insulin starts to get lazy. And instead of turning that sugar into energy, it starts to turn that into body fat in store. And again, no matter what you do, if you're not treating that problem, I mean, sometimes it feels like there are days you eat and there are days you don't eat, but that number is the same on that scale. And that tells me, oh, my goodness, you have an insulin resistant problem that's causing you to gain weight. But again, the cool part is, is that we have medical tools now to directly treat that and help you lose weight much quicker. So what are some tips for someone who is looking to get back to that healthy brain gut connection just on a base level? What are some of the things that they need to be aware of? Absolutely. You know, some of my tips is, uh, are actually very simple, but we often neglect it. And we just because we're just so busy in our day to day. But number one, absolutely get adequate sleep. And I want to remind patients that sleep is not just a rested state, it's actually the time period where your body is rebalancing its hormones, resetting. In fact, you could even, you know, burn calories while you sleep. So, you know, one of the natural supplements that I recommend to really enhance that sleep is magnesium 200 milligrams at bedtime. Okay. It's, it's great. It's safe. It's, it's not a prescription medication, so it won't make you drowsy. But uh, I find that we tend to feel wired at nighttime. And this is just a really good, easy supplement to put you into that, 
you know, relaxed state so you can get your deep sleep. Okay. What are some of the other tips? Another one that we really neglect is taking daily probiotics. Again, we're talking about the gut-brain system. And just a friendly reminder, you know, in your gut system, you have good bacteria as well as bad bacteria that are living simultaneously in their digestive system. And when they're in balance, you know, you should be okay. But again, if you get sick, if you take antibiotics, if you take a lot of medications, that bad bacteria starts to overgrow. That's when the chaos begins, when, again, you're craving sugar, you don't have the energy level to function, you can't concentrate. Daily probiotics are so easy to keep that bacteria in check and balance. Okay, and what else? Yep, and then finally, you know, my absolute favorite, so easy, is vitamin D. In fact, I recommend taking over-the-counter vitamin D3 at least 2,000 IUs or international units per day. And vitamin D and calcium are good for your bones, but vitamin D is also a key to your metabolism. Okay. You want to make sure that that vitamin D really helps transport information from cell to cell. It will give you energy. And again, super easy and over the counter, but it it really is a game changer without uh, really needing to take an actual prescription medication for anything. And most people are low in vitamin D. Is that right? Yes, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, that is actually that I check every single patient. And I have yet to actually um, see a normal uh, vitamin D test. And, and then, but believe it or not, it, when I tell people to either take over the counter or, or in some cases, some people actually require prescription strength because they're so low. And literally within a few weeks, they're different people. It's almost night and day. And again, this is just a reiteration of how your symptoms are actually rooted from a chemical signal Mm -hmm. that if you actually identified it, easy to treat. And so that we just stop assuming that it's just related to, you know, stress or sort of kind of our our day-to-day worries. Yeah, I love the fact that I feel like you're giving people hope that, look, there Mm -hmm. is hope out there for you. Don't give up hope in how you're feeling. Exactly. And like I said, medically, we can create and treat things in a predictable way. You just need the expertise like me to just understand how your body connects. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, well, let's just stop, stop being on the hamster wheel and, and let's really, you know, do it in a more medical, um, intelligent way. All right. Dr. Tran, for folks that want to get in touch with you who are ready to start feeling better, what do they need to do? Absolutely. You know, I offer free phone consultations. You can go to my website at denverweightlossclinic.com, put behavior all under medical supervision, and we help patients lose 40 pounds or more in less than six months. So it's going to be a fun ride. Well, Dr. Angela Tran, internal medicine doctor and nutrition expert, thank you so much for your time today. It sure has been fascinating. Thank you so much. I really appreciate for you allowing me to be your guest today. Well, I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you so much for being a part of this Sunday's Mile High Magazine. For more information, go to your radio station's website. I will see you back here next Sunday. Be blessed and be kind to everyone.